0: As a result of the outbreak, your city or entire region may be endangered by a lethal agent. If conditions at your location make this a possibility, you need to consider staying in place until the threat has subsided or blown over.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Viral Load Podcast. This is an epidemiology podcast. I'm Andy Pupa. I'm Brett Bales. And this is a viral particle. Uh, This is a little special bonus episode we're throwing together this week because We want to make sure we're keeping up and keeping you guys informed and letting you know uh, what's been going on. This is uh, going to address differences that have uh, or different things that have come out about the COVID-19, like what we should do to prep. Mm -hmm. Brett, you've been hearing a lot of things. I've been hearing a lot of things. Yeah, Uh, We're seeing a lot more people with masks, uh, some people without masks. And yeah, we want to drop this bonus episode to kind of go over exactly like what's the deal, what's What's the direction.
0: Do we wear a mask? Do not wear a mask? Like, you know, what? yeah, what's going again, on? Again, the the
1: age-old question, to mask or not to mm-hmm. mask? Uh, and whether it's just nobler to not or to continue. Mm-hmm. I hate myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. So, uh, actually, Goats and Soda did a lot of this for us. So, go over and check out if you want the entire uh, article for this. But uh, Goats and Soda did a little... Diddy on this, too, so this thank you for that. Goes wonderful to uh, NPR.
0: NPR global health blog I would recommend to anyone. Um, They're amazing.
1: Uh, so they 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 tackle this for us. So we'll go over this uh, for you. So can face coverings prevent the spread of the virus? So this is what everybody's been asking time and time again throughout this entire thing. And honestly, it's gone back and forth. Mm-hmm. The WHO and CDC, um, you know, have all like said one thing and then said another. Uh, I know that Los Angeles County just stated that you should wear a mask if you're going outside. Uh, They're not enacting that you have to, but basically can face coverings prevent the spread of the virus. The primary benefit of covering your nose and mouth is that you protect others. While there is still much to learn about the novel coronavirus, it appears that people who are infected are shedding the virus through coughs, sneezes, and respiratory droplets for 48 hours before they start feeling sick, and others who have the virus up to 25 percent uh, the CDC states, uh, and may never feel symptoms, but may still play a role in transmitting. That's why wearing a mask, even if you don't feel sick is a good idea. Mm. So basically it can't hurt, uh, in no way is a mask going to bother you. Uh, which is, um, interesting to me, Brett, because, uh, I had heard previously that a soiled mask in any way. So like, mm. uh, I would think with your breath being on the mask, if it's a like cloth mask mm-hmm. that would get, you know, condensation a little bit faster and it would attract disease, mm.
0: but they're uh, stating that it's, you know, a good idea. So that's informative for me well, I don't know about for you. Yeah. And I think just the science is evolving on this and like what we know about the virus and how it's shed from the body and all that kind of stuff is changing. And, you know, we need to be responding to that change um as information comes up we need to be updating our policies and so it doesn't to me it's not a sign that like the CDC or WHO or whatever don't know what they're talking about it's that they're responding to updates in our like uh updates of the science like what we know about it and um I guess it makes sense to me um I you know had heard that well mask is good because it prevents you from like touching your face it is like a physical block Um, but I've also heard like, I don't know, like you probably heard the same thing, like a bunch of pros and cons to wearing a mask. Like, um, it can lull you into like a false sense of security. Uh, it doesn't actually like some masks don't actually block the viral particles from like getting into your respiratory system. Um, but then on the other hand, like, yeah, it could block big droplets. If you're sick, it prevents you if you sneeze from like spraying the virus out into the world. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, now there's more and more information coming out about whether it's uh, particles or uh, whether it's uh, air droplets. So mm-hmm. when you sneeze, there's basically like the big fat globs that like bounce or like drop right like a foot in front of you. And then there's the mm-hmm. droplets that kind of become finer and mystified and aerosolized. And then they travel further and, and are suspended. Yeah, in the air For a while. And You know, initially it was thought that this virus is just in those big droplets, those big globs. And that's that's the whole six foot rule rule that we're all living by. Um, And that because other coronaviruses have been spread that way as well. But from what I understand, there's more information coming out that says they could be more of that aerosolized form of, um, you know, airborne uh, spread that is happening here. And if that's the case, even just like heavy breathing could potentially be spreading it if you had it.
1: Yeah. And so honestly, and by the way, everybody who's out there who's feeling uncomfortable, who's feeling uh, like dizzied basically by these changes that are happening all the time, this is a good thing. Uh, I know a lot of people are like upset. They think that scientists are completely wrong about certain things. It's a good thing that they're making changes as the science changes. One thing uh, that I think that Brett and I talked about is that the science community is totally comfortable with changes happening and with change in direction because they look at the actual data, and they know, and they see all of this. But the general population, when they hear something change from day to day to day, and there are these massive changes, it makes you uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I get that. But just know that if you're seeing changes, that means they're reacting to science yeah. so that's a good thing like so if these changes keep on happening, that is a very good thing that means they're actually reacting and not just like it would be a worst case scenario like Brett, you talked about this earlier with me, like if the government and everybody just said like nah, not a big deal, even though the science was changing to prove that this was deadlier and more dangerous mm-hmm. you know so well as, it, as much as it's jarring, it's a good but thing. It, it
0: would be like um you know when we knew and all the evidence was pointing for the world being at the center of the universe and then like as the science started coming in and like as we got more information we started like changing our our stance on things right it's like the same thing you you update and you evolve as the science updates and evolves uh because we're always learning new things and changing and like theories and and whatnot are always changing and shifting. So it's the same thing. It's just like, I can see why people would be uncomfortable with it because they're like, well, this is a the CDC. They need to know what's, they, they should know what's happening. Why are they, why do they keep changing things? Well, you know, going back to it, it is a novel virus, meaning, you know, it's never been around before. There's not necessarily a a playbook on this. So we just have to respond to the science as it comes out.
1: Exactly. So uh, they answered some more questions. There were a lot of the pressing issues that people had and people had uh, had been requesting. So if I'm wearing a mask and someone sneezes on me, would the mask offer some protection? Hmm. Answer, yes, but only if you use the mask properly and don't touch it with your hands afterwards. So this is a big thing that I've been seeing as well. People are misusing PPE. And again, I get it. Like I work in direct medical care. Brett, mm-hmm. you're in you know infectious disease. You know about this stuff. So you know what to do, what to not to do. If you have a mask on and you touch the front of your mask with your hands, whatever you've touched with your hands now has gone on that mm-hmm. mask. So you're making it worse for yourselves. So don't do that. So the droplets are now on the front of your mask. So you don't want to touch that. You want to grab from the back of your ear where the actual mask like band is and discard it that way. Do not touch the front of the mask. Uh, we see that all the time. Um, and and that's what studies as well. The masks fail because people don't use them correctly. So don't touch the front of the mask. And uh, when you push it down, that's another thing. When you push down your mask, I see a lot of people pulling down the mask to like put it over their chin so they can eat and stuff. So every time you make that push, you're touching your nostrils, you're touching all of that, like, and it's going all in the front of the mask and then you're pushing it back mm-hmm. up you're breaking that barrier a bunch there and causing some cross contamination, which basically just means that you touched something and then touched your face. Mm-hmm. So that's also what a positive with the masks is, is that a lot of people, it's a, a reminder not to touch your face, but what they're finding is even though it's a reminder not to touch your face, people touch the mask cause it's on your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're touching the barrier. So you're infecting that mask. So try to be better about that. Um, there is a demonstration video on the WHO website, so you can go over there and check it mm-hmm. out. It tells you how to do it. Um, again, I've seen professionals. I mean, even in my in my job now, we're doing uh, what we're called cohort facilities, which basically is facilities specifically for COVID patients. Uh, it's something that we're doing. There's a triaging system that they're doing in all hospitals and everything. Uh, people have talked about, by the way, I want to just bring this up because it's been frustrating me. People have been talking about uh, there's a video circulating about ERs that are not inundated with people. They're not overrun and everything. Well, the way this works, by the way, everybody who's out there, is when you know that there is a patient who's suspected to have the virus, you need to isolate them. So where these patients are going is to a lot of the ICUs, a lot of the step-down units that they're now using as like secondary ICUs. Uh, I just drove past the VA, and they already have tents and everything set up outside for spillover. Mass General Hospital just hit their capacity for their ICU. So yeah, just because you walk in with a video camera or your phone into an ER and the ER seems like it's just chilling out. Remember, nobody's driving. A lot of people, there's not like industrial accidents that are happening. There's far less everyday accidents that are happening to inundate those ERs. It does not mean that there aren't sick people out there. Like a lot of people have died from cancer. Just because somebody in your family right next to you hasn't died, then like you've been lucky it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. So, like, that's really frustrating. I know from, like, friends of mine who work in ICUs and work in ERs uh, getting all these questions about this hoax stuff. Mm. That's not the case. I promise you it's not the case. Uh, So, like, anybody out there who's been worried about that and been like, well, I saw this video circulating on YouTube. um, The reason why you're not seeing a video that, like, shows, like, no, look, we have people in ICU, HIPAA violations. No nurses or doctors are taking photos with their giant, you know, um like overfilled icu and stuff because we're not allowed to do that you're not supposed to be giving out all the information uh so just know that like we're not making this stuff up uh so that's me off my soapbox now but that was just really frustrating to me Um, (laughs) so as far as like that goes
0: if i don't have an n95 which is the fancy mask that like is made Mm -hmm. for blocking tiny little particles Um, And those are the things that were early hoarded and are now like gone. Um, How do Mm -hmm. you, how does one mask up now that the CDC has said, um, if you're going to be out, it's better to mask than not to mask. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you do if if you ain't got no mask?
1: Yeah. So good question, Brett. Uh, So the thing is that, yeah, they want everybody to be using them, but certain materials are better than others. Uh, And honestly, kind of got to do the best with what we got. I mean, originally, we were all using just surgical masks when N95s weren't available. You kind of just keep on going down the, uh, you know, the, the rabbit hole until you find something that can help you. Um, so the homemade masks, again, they may not work perfectly, but you can take a bandana and you know use a couple of rubber bands, whatever, what have you, uh, in order to put anything over your face. Cotton, 100% cotton is preferred, they said, mm. based on how tightly woven it is. Uh, but you know, at this point, you know, make do what you have. The big thing with these is masks, just like everything else. You can't just, uh, have it and use it every day. Um, and Griffin who writes for, uh, goats and soda said, think about a mask that you would make like a homemade mask, like underwear. It needs to be washed after every use. Even you people in college, you can't just turn it around and turn it inside out and everything. Don't do that. Mm. Uh, make sure you wash it. Every single day uh, or have multiple masks, maybe like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Matt, you know, whatever. Like the daily, you remember like back in like the eighties and stuff where they had like the daily underwear. Oh, yeah. You can do that with your masks, <laughs> you know, make a mask for every day. Uh, if you need to, if you need like color coordinated. Uh, the one thing that they do say is make sure that you don't wear, uh, they ask, by the way, this is politely. And this is coming from like a uh, world health organization in general. Don't try not to make the mask a blue mask or a white mask. Uh, just because it seems like you're – it could you're, um, be – especially when you're going into a hospital setting, it can be mistaken for, like, the regular masks that are actually certified. Uh, so, have fun. With, have at it. Have so, fun like, stuff on your mask. Get weird with whatever. it.
0: Weird patterns. Weird yeah, yeah. stuff. And because we're all struggling, I think, with what – just, like, what day of the week is it, you know? Like, we're all in, like, this kind of quarantine, self-isolation malaise. Um, yeah, I think that underwear example of Monday – here's my Monday mask. And there's nothing yeah. at all depressing about that.
1: <laughs> I guarantee you, some Instagrammer is going to be like hashtag Monday mask, and it's going to be cool. So uh, get ahead of the curve, <laughs> yeah. and you know, oh, maybe that, that could, could be some you. merch. We could be, oh, oh shoo, god! Ah. If anybody out there wants to start making viral load masks and put Monday mask on oh, it, I would greatly appreciate god. you as a human being. Amazing. Uh, and we're not even going to sell them. We just want them to uh, to show mm-hmm. off. Uh, we'll uh, we'll you know we'll deal with that, but. <laughs> basically uh they said so the big thing so again like with the underwear comparison uh, another thing that i'm seeing with a lot of people and they talk about this right here is don't take this dirty mask off and put it in your purse or put it like somewhere like in your pocket and then put it back on once it's on there then you know it's on there don't take it off once it's off it's now been contaminated think about like if you were in like If you got blood on you and you had blood on your gloves or you had blood on your clothes, you wouldn't just like take it off for a minute and then be like, nah, it's dried and just put it back on. That's like blood. You wouldn't want that. That's gross. Uh, So think of it the same way, you know, any of that stuff is going to stick to your mask. So don't do that. Uh, So put it in your laundry basket immediately. uh, If it's disposable and throw it away. So yeah, that's about the um, make your own Mm mask. And there are. So, Brett, maybe you can cover this Mm -hmm. part, Uh, because like a lot of people out there, there are some people who are uh, well to do, I'll say, Mm -hmm. who um, have a lot of masks. Mm -hmm. They have masks that they want to donate
0: or people have made masks they want to donate. So uh, what can they do, Brett? So if you so I've been reading a lot about this, actually, where uh, places are taking or, or accepting donations of masks to different healthcare centers. John Hopkins University, for example, is accepting donated masks for non patient care settings. So, uh, people not directly involved with like surgery or, you know, really close uh, patient to doctor contact um, asked a similar kind of thing. So, they're looking for solid colors, uh, blue or white, um, not be the the kind of color choice. Like what Andy said, is they don't want it to kind of match the doctor's stuff um, to be confused with medical grade masks, but, um, you, you can make these donations and I would assume like, um, I don't know where you would drop these off though. Um, the mass donation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a ton of information online, uh, that states like where you can send them to. Uh, I know a lot of healthcare workers are, you know, asking for them, like for, in case the, the, the shortage of masks becomes even further, uh, it'll be something that we'll need, like, down the road, perhaps. But right now, no one is out of the mask to the point where we don't have any, especially well in the the greater, like, L.A. area anyways. I can't speak to New York because they're a whole nother matter. Um, uh, and I might actually get some hands-on uh, experience there yeah. soon. Um, so uh, I can talk about that uh, a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just make sure you look it up. Make sure, again, this is another thing. And I hate to say, like, people are, you know, this is all good people trying to do good things. I know there's a bunch of Etsy stores. I I know a bunch of people who have made masks and stuff and donating them. Make sure you vet out where you're sending them. Uh, If you're, you know, selling them at a low price point or whatever from your, like, Etsy store or whatever to try to help out, whatever, uh, just validate where you're sending them. Make sure they're getting to the right people. Make sure they're getting to the right centers because there are other people out there who aren't so good when it comes to being uh, human beings. Uh so really look into all that. Um yeah. So
0: and that's we'll see. That's um that's our mask update.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so uh again, I know you're all scared. Uh Brett, are you scared? I'm
0: always scared. Yeah, <laughs> just a general yes, I just I'm thought just of a like nervous, the, what is it the scared person.
1: What is it? The coward the dog or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just pictured that. Yep. Where he's just is like kind of, my legs. Yeah. So um I hope I know like Brett, and I hope this was helpful for you. We try to put out these you know these little blurbs every once in a while, these little viral particles in order to keep you informed um you know keep you up to date we don't want to inundate you with covid stuff we're going to continue to go back to our roots where we're doing non coronavirus non you know covid related material, and we hope you enjoy that um, our last non corona was uh um encephalitis lethargica which i had a ton of fun with and i think brett did mm-hmm. as well and we're going to continue to bring episodes like that to your your earballs. Mm-hmm. uh brett uh
0: but these current event things yeah. are are valuable and i think the take-home here is that the mask recommendations have been going one way than the other but the take-home is to just follow the guidance of the cdc uh local public health authorities uh who um, because they're taking the science and the research real time and translating that into policy and public health uh, mes- messages and so follow what they say and not what um, Uncle Joe on Facebook says or whatever. Uh, go straight from the CDC because regardless of um, anything else they are still the uh, premier public health institution in the United States, if not the world and they are taking the science and giving it straight to you so, um, I think that's probably the biggest take home here is in addition to like, you know, wearing the mask is like, follow the guidelines of what they're issuing. Cause it's based on research and science. Um, and we'll, yeah, we'll keep bringing you, uh, updates via particles. And, uh, if you have, uh, things you want us to cover, just let us know, um, send it to our email or our social medias and, um, we'll go there. We went there. Yeah. So mm-hmm.
1: Again, as always, mm-hmm. everybody. Uh, if you like what you heard, go over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review us, let your friends know, share the links, share the stuff. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at Viral Load Podcast, on Twitter at Viral Load Podcast, and on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook page called Viral Load Podcast. So yeah, and send us those emails over at viralloadpod at gmail dot com. So this has been fun. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. And uh, yeah. bye. Bye.
0: Ooh, that was good.
1: You look sick. I got infected. The doctor said I have respiratory infection. Then wear a mask to protect yourself and others.
0: Catch it. Hi.
1: Thank you. How to wear. First, choose the appropriate mask size. Children should choose the child size. Wash your hands properly before wearing a mask. When you put on a mask, the metallic strip should be uppermost. The colored side of the mask faces outwards. Position the elastic bands around both ears. Mask should fit snugly over the face, extended to cover fully the mouth, nose, and chin.